1: Hello everyone, welcome to Red Men News. It is Tuesday, it is the day before the Merseyside Derby and we're here with everything you need to know about the mighty reds in one bite size chunk I am um, Paul Machen I'm joined by Ross Chanley for this one and this uh, show is brought to you in association with Men TV Christmas sweatshirts uh, they're available on the uh, redmen-tv dot there is a bitly you can get on our Twitter account if you can't bother typing all that out um, but yeah there's three available for you right now And uh, the first and, and, and look the one that everyone really wants to be to be getting involved in particularly given it's this time of year is the Divakarigi one I just want to draw everyone's attention if you've not seen this uh, and obviously if you have podcast listeners I apologise profusely but I would highly recommend going to our Twitter account just for the just for the the the, the Jordan Pickford graphic i um, of a small dinosaur um, Ross what are the delivery dates okay uh, if to... <laughs> you want to make an order right um,
0: now they need to be in before 9am on the following date so rest of the world uh, you've already missed out because it's 29th of November Friday the 6th International Zone 3 uh, mm-hmm. it's all on the website so go and check that out with whatever country you're in Tuesday the 10th of December European countries outside the Royal mm-hmm. International Zones 1 to 3 Thursday the 12th for Royal Mail, International Zones 1 and 2, and Monday the 16th if you are in the UK. So if, if you're your in the UK... Cake, you got till 9am on Monday the 16th to get your order in to get it before Christmas.
1: Absolutely. But we advise doing it well earlier because it's very busy. 100%. So all of these are printed to order, so it's not like they're off a rail where you get taken, you know, like it's not sat in, in, in the Amazon factory where things can make it to you the next day. It doesn't happen like that. Your order comes in, they have to be printed, they have to be packaged, and then they get sent out. So as much as... It's, yeah, please get your orders in. I, I would highly recommend getting them done this week if you want to have a chance of getting them in before Christmas. So, yeah, do that uh, Do that right now. Anyway, uh, the, the Valendoor was last night. We've discussed this in depth and detail on today's Reds News Roundup show on the website. Um, but Virgil van Dijk has finished as runner-up. He's just seven votes behind Lionel Messi for Player of the Year. Absolutely unreal. So close. Yeah, just a... Uh, I disappointed last night, but also I
0: can understand with the Messi, how, how good he's been. I thought you can be good, Messi, for winning that. Um, but, you know, congratulations is on the verge of getting second. As I said in the Reds news before, this inspires him to go and push himself and want to win more and, you know, take himself to another level, if that's humanly possible, and try and win it next year. Sound, I'm all, I'm all for that, but I think you have to give him credit for coming second. And, and to be a defender as well, you really hardly ever get recognised. It's been Ronaldo and Messi for the past Mm -hmm. what feels like 50 years
1: yeah well we talked about this the only defenders to have won it are Beckenbauer Sammer and Cannavaro which tells you how good how, how good the quality is in, in that regard. So Virgil was talking about anyway. He said, um, you need to respect greatness. I was close, but there was just someone a little bit better. I'm very proud of what I achieved last year with Liverpool and Holland. Hopefully we can do it again this year. I never thought I'd be up for a Ballon d'Or until I was actually nominated. It says a lot about how my career has been. It's never been easy. I came late, but I never gave up on my dreams. I had to work very hard every step of the way. Where I am right now is something I'm very proud of. To be here makes me very proud and makes me want to work even and hopefully be here next year again Um, he becomes only the third serving Liverpool player uh, to finish first or second in the Ballon d'Or Kenny Dagley second in 83 Owen won it in 2001 Uh, so look again regardless it's disappointing isn't it it's very difficult to make a case against Lionel Messi winning every award on the face of the earth though.
0: yeah and and also which again is not his fault if you just go to the bottom of this Mm
1: -hmm.
0: all the Liverpool players that were involved in it you know I think it's not, it's not his fault but like, got, people want to vote for those players like, our team is so good it's yeah. hard to make a choice So you can't just kind of vote for Virgil Van like, well, people have their own case of like yeah. of Celia Mane or Salah or Alison Firmino Trent and in there are reasons for voting for them yeah. which I think is a repercussion of why maybe Virgil is
1: well exactly a, a potential you're not going to it'd be interesting to know but you're not if you are going to vote for one Barcelona player you would yeah, vote for Messi yeah, all day yeah. long if you were going to vote for one, and it's not how it works by the way but if you were going to vote for one Liverpool player there's lots of people who would choose to vote for Sadio Mane over Virgil van Dijk there's people who would choose to vote for Mohamed Salah over Virgil van Dijk so you're right it, you know, in some regards it's actually it, it's tough because he's in such such a good team at the moment but yeah Virgil came second Sadio Mane came fourth Mohamed Salah fifth uh, Alison Becker came seventh Roberto Firmino 17th Trent Alexander-Arnold which I think is the most impressive out of all of this came 19th and Gini came a to 26th with Benzema with Karen Benzema there you go bit of a shame Jordan Henderson never i got a bit more uh, acknowledgement if I'm, if I'm you know. Robbo yeah, we'll, we'll see what Robo definitely. We'll see more of this. I think next year. I think that's the beauty of where Liverpool are. At. But yeah, we did a big, long, a lengthy discussion on this and the FA Cup draw, which we're going to talk about in a second on the tv.com So uh, yeah, it's like a, basically the best part of sixty minutes, really diving into this and what it means for Liverpool and all that kind of stuff. Like, so if you want a bit more chat on all of these subjects, then yeah, head over to the website. Uh, but yes, anyway, just quickly then, Alison Becker, as we know, won the first ever Yashin Trophy goalkeeper award, uh, which is great to see. Yeah, uh, the goalkeeper specific accompaniment to the Ballon d'Or, named after Yev Lashin, the only goalkeeper ever to have won the main prize, uh, which is again, a bridge, uh, you know, we always saw him be winning at the Best Awards. We know how good he is uh, from from we watch him because it's night and day between him and every other goalkeeper pretty much he's pulled on the goalkeeper shirt in the Premier League era. But it, again, for me, I love that. I just love the fact that we can say without doubt. We've got the best goalkeeper in the world
0: yeah i think we already knew that it's got the sense that i think they're rewarding goalkeepers as well because you know we talked about virgil van dijk being a defender and coming second like the Ballon d'Or always seems to be like forwards or strikers getting it for, for what they do and the goalkeepers to be recognized on top of that as well and i know it's their own award but i think there's only booth who's ever really come close to come in the top three mm-hmm. in, in recent history i think for him to go and get it it's a massive boost for him as well but, like on top of everything else that he's won this year the, the Copa america the golden glove and all the competitions that he's been in Champions League second in the league and stuff I like think it's absolutely amazing Um he didn't mug off any of his counterparts like Virgil um, van Dijk did. that was pretty funny
1: <laughs> yeah definitely worth looking into the Ronaldo related fume around Virgil van Dijk which is great but yeah we actually the and also embodying Piers Morgan on Twitter all things that we discussed on today's round Roundup show make sure you get to the website uh, so the FA Cup um, draw has been done for the third round and yes Liverpool have been drawn against the Ev once again at uh, Anfield, which is absolutely fantastic. And I've seen it, because obviously the, the ties for the last 64, as it's been, I've never heard it called that before, It is the third round. I never really thought about how many teams there nope. were in the third round before. But I saw it at Everton, Rex, like, there's like a one in 64 chance. It's actually, when you think about it, when you factor in it being at Anfield as well, mm. just the, the odds of us playing exactly the same team and exactly the same at, at, at our ground again are, you know, back to back, you yeah, you'd be you wouldn't be putting money on that on that kind of thing. But what I've seen, obviously, the obvious reaction. If you had to guess at the level of opponent that Man City have been drawn, yeah, they've been drawn against League Two's Port Vale. Fabulous. Are you happy getting the
0: F? I'm all right with it. I wanted a, a lower league opposition, to be honest. In fact, I think I joked about it on a, on a show yesterday. I've getting League Two opposition or Everton. <laughs> so <laughs> it's go. fairly the same thing at the minute. Um, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm Championship.
1: Sorry yeah
0: okay yeah um, no I'm alright with it I think it's it
1: gives, not the day before the derby it, it,
0: <laughs> it's, it's an incentive to do well in that conversation which I don't think but it, the only concern I have which again we discussed and got into a bit of a heat debate about was how you set up for this game in terms of the fixture power that we've got going into the next round my initial reaction was just play the kids because our first team need rest so we're going for you know the Premier League and the Champions League, basically. Yeah,
1: I thought, and again, it was a very, very heated debate. If you're of the opinion that Liverpool should go full strength in that game, again, highly recommend checking out the Reds in these roundup show. Cy si went to bath for a full strength Liverpool side. He's basically putting a one-legged Roberto Firmino out and with a gun to his head and saying, God, then kill yourself, son. Definitely worth watching. Um Liverpool's former owner, Tom Hicks, has been spouting his big fat mouth off um on Scottish Sports. He's been talking to Alan Myers who went, but Alan Myers was the guy who did the did, did the Epic Swindle interview, I think I'm right in saying, yeah. that just after the club was sold to FSG or, you know, Nesvi at the time. Um, so this was former owner as basically for some reason Chatting a load of wham about you know, basically making himself look brilliant, saying that George Gillette was a nightmare to work with, which is hilarious. Um, he says, which is great, I knew George Gillette from previous business deals that we ventured in together with my firm, 85%, and his 15 and he was impossible to deal with. So, why would I then do a 50 50 deal with the guy? Well, shame on me. Um, good. Uh, and then he talks about what's an impression, yeah. Um, the impression, so yeah, I, I used to try to go for the eastbound and down, if anyone ever used to watch. Used so what's that? It's what's his face? Danny. Oh Christ. People will know what's in the comments. The guy the guy who's in This Is the End, who is the knobhead mate in that. He had his own TV shit. It doesn't matter. Um I used to love doing that. Anyway, how would you describe your relationship with the Liverpool supporters? He was. Ve- I was very impressed with the Liverpool fans. Fuck off! Um, they are the most loyal rabid fans there is. They are the most loyal rabid fans there is. It was. Gr- it was great. The first six months, we arrived at the club in March and went to the Champions League final. It was great when basically the old era continued without us having a negative impact on it and things were good. I remember walking around the track before the game started with my son Tommy, and the fans were yelling all these wonderful things at us, adulation. But of course, a year later, the same fans. Were- calling from my head. They changed fast. Uh, I think the social media aspect became so vocal and visible and I think that was highly organised by people I thought were working for me. In hindsight, they were trying to sabotage the ownership. I'm not mad at the fans. I'm mad at those people who organised the social media. I felt betrayed. Um, What a fucking asshole this man is. Um, and I'm glad that he's upset. Why is this relevant?
0: Why is, why is he talking? He goes on to say that he... he um Essentially lost out on £200 million or dollars, whatever, whatever he was talking about, uh, because of that, of, of, they tried to refinance the stuff and basically the bank said no because of all the stuff that had happened in, within the media. Said so you're not fit to kind of basically run the club. Good, you prick.
1: Yeah. He, um, he was asked the question, did you put too much debt on the club? Not really, which is a lie. Uh, that was more of an emotional problem with the fans when our loan became due. The lender wouldn't yeah. let us refinance it. Um, now... Liverpool were paying fifty million pounds back a season basically in in reservation, refinancing that because it was a leveraged buyout where they basically effectively bought Liverpool and used Liverpool to pay back the money that they don't how Man United was has been financed as well. And um it's the acts of absolute shit houses and I'm glad they got it and it's, and I, it's it cost me two hundred million, so it was an expensive lesson. Yeah, in your face. In your face, Tom Hicks, absolutely blather. Uh, right, we'll move on. I can't Do you think the other side going to come out, is, is George Gillette going to pop up with his? his maybe, response? maybe he will. But I, this is the thing. I, I quite like Alan Myers. He's a good guy, but I have not seen the video. I'm just reading the quotes from that. I would. I, he deserves a, a much harder grilling than he's been given in any of those no, interviews. Because that doing. was the thing about the Epic Swindle interview was he basically sat there and it was just like it was like the Tories and the fucking BBC it was like being given carte blanche to go on and you know so without being challenged without being challenged it's it, yeah disgraceful anyway uh, moving on from it was yesterday we discovered that we discussed yeah. the oh, was Jan Sancho stuff Jan Argyfoot yesterday said from a very good source in Germany a and Liverpool favorite to get Dortmund player Sancho Sancho wants to leave the club already in January and he says uh, he's followed on with this saying regarding Liverpool favorite to get Sancho player has no clause in his contract Dortmund Dortmund got £90 million and they sold Dembele to Barcelona. They want more for Sancho. Sources say £130 million. Now, uh, those of you who remember, Jan Agafjord, after being a very, very bang-average Premier League uh, centre-forward for Middlesbrough, don't hold, this doesn't hold too much water with me, but um, it's nice to hear, and bang up for Jadon Sancho scoring on his debut in the Merseyside Derby uh, FA Cup. You're not playing the kids now? well he is a kid he's only uh, 19 yeah. okay yeah fair enough yeah. I'd up. have him and Brewster yeah. I, I, him and Brewster and Origi as a front three Wow, yeah we'll just I would have signed up I'd be so happy with that <laughs> um, Leslie anything we've discussed in the comments section underneath there uh, going to pull a couple of them out right now but yeah also as I say and I've mentioned it plenty of times I'm going to mention it again because it's a brilliant show and it's a brilliant service we offer go to the tv.com and sign up exclusive interviews as well as the Resonance Roundup show which is boss every single week and the midweek final word talking about the games that get played in the midweek whether it's obviously the Manchester side derby this week normally it's the Champions League and the Carabao Cup etc etc uh, we've also got exclusive interviews with Chris Kirkland they're an amazing full length podcast with Liverpool legend Robbie Fowler as well Emil Heskey is coming in to talk to us this week and there's obviously Jürgen Klopp Lucas Leiva Alex Oxley chamberlain Jordan Henderson etc etc they're all there on the website and they're exclusive to the people who subscribe to tv.com So get involved Shai, what have you got for us?
2: Macharem um, gave us a super chat he didn't say anything But very much uh, And then we had another super chat From Rabidam saying next year, next year Phil Jones Will win the Ballon d'Or Yeah, I don't think so Dan the man said Is he just, want-
1: Wait, was that a super chat? super chat, yeah. Wow. From Phil
0: Jones.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Rabadam, Ra- Ra- are you Phil Jones in disguise, uh-huh. there's no in the comments below. Yeah. Uh, Dan the Man says, is one sharp-dressed man. Messi looks like a floor manager at Walmart. Virgil looks like James Bond.
1: Virgil is oh. a very, very, very handsome man. Is, they are a, a, an incredibly attractive couple, him and, a, him and his wife. Very, very impressed. But didn't even notice his wife was there. <laughs> 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 Can't take my eyes off of you. Feet? Go on.
2: Um, Mr. A says Barcelona Madrid win a Liga every season anyway it's hardly an achievement
1: yeah it is but it also I, I get that it's just impossible to look at the, the numbers that Messi puts down and, and make, a, make a valid case the only case that I think come close to it is what Jürgen Klopp said the other week is that Messi's the greatest player of a generation so he should win it everything but if you're doing it on who was the best player on, on the year that's and maybe it's just Messi because we're so used to him being great but Virgil van Dijk was was absolutely pivotal to his side and the success that it had. In, in, uh, yeah,
0: it, it makes you wonder because Modric won it. What well, was it last year? Was mm. it like <clears throat> the impact that Modric had at Real Madrid? Was it bigger
1: it, or lesser than what ben van Dijk? Yeah, yeah. No, maybe just the just the World Cup thing. You know, was, was maybe the they couldn't have Messi not with it for two years. Yeah, maybe that's just it. Maybe just run out of times to put them on. Go on.
2: Uh, Abraham123 has said the other side that says the reason I don't mind Messi winning is that he literally carries that team individually, whereas we have other top players in a great system. We don't need to rely on one guy like that. Yeah, a, you know what, yeah. Suarez
0: in there at all?
1: yeah well Suarez has been shit hasn't he for a couple of but seasons that's what I mean no,
0: like, you know, like you said before if you're going to for a Barcelona player or someone who sticks out in La Liga it's Messi isn't it yeah. whereas Liverpool have got
1: loads of boss players so. yeah No. absolutely yeah, brilliant well listen thanks very much everyone for dropping your comments in and for coming along if you're watching this live on YouTube make sure you subscribe to the channel that we've broken through 25,000 subscribers and let's get to 30,000 as quick as possible because it's a nice milestone um, there's plenty of content coming up with the at Derby and we'll be back with more news tomorrow um, there was the build-up show and I've just done the starting eleven show for that over on the main Men TV YouTube channel so go and check that out make sure you go and buy a Redmen TV Christmas sweatshirt and subscribe to the website and all those wonderful things I don't feel as guilty because this is about pushing this stuff this is our stuff we're good if you like us go and have more of our stuff yeah? yeah, great anyway, we'll see you tomorrow ta